Ali, thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, taking the time to call today. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. In any case, can you tell me a little bit about your, uh, about your business and uh, what's going on? Okay. Uh, my sister, who is a uh, foreign, uh, um, uh, has two LLCs. Uh, one of them owns one condo, the other one owns two condos. So at the time, she selected uh, LLC because we were advised that she will not need to file taxes. And that sounded good to her, and uh, we did that. At the same time, she gave me full power of attorney to do everything. I mean, even transferring it to my own name, no problem. So she left. And not long after that, I left also. I have not been in the state, although I am a U.S. citizen. But okay. I, haven't been, I haven't been in the States uh, since uh, April 2013. And uh, 2015, I returned to the States and I actually went look for a CPA or attorney who specializes in this and I couldn't find any. Now I'm, I'm really amazed that YouTube uh, is so easy. You can find so much advice and people, but I yeah. was not able to do that. Yeah. Even I asked my, uh, there was an attorney that uh, I was working with uh, back when I had a business. I asked him and he was unable to help me. So now um, that this coronavirus came about and uh, we're forced to stay home and everything else, I tried to take care of this problem and I see the form 5472 and the penalties and the problems and that just uh, uh, well, that's, scared uh, me very so, much. So, so I have a, a bunch of questions for you because this is a little bit different. Most people are, are like have an LLC and are doing some kind of e-commerce or digital service remotely. But your, your, your situation is completely different because you have real estate in the U.S. With right. the LLCs. So it's completely right. different. So um, all of that said, uh, I have a couple questions. So uh, wh where are you guys um, from? Like what, your, your sister owns the property. So where does she live now? In Iran. Okay, so you guys, uh, Iran. Okay, so um, uh, are the properties being rented? Yes, they are. Okay. And they have been. They have been. Um, what's the approximate value of each property? Uh, about 190, 200. Okay, so like 200,000. And one has two and one has one property, right? Right. Okay. Um, where are the properties located? In Maryland. Maryland. Okay. And they are being rented, you said? Yes. Okay. And there was no tax elections or anything with the LLC, uh, correct? No. no. Okay. No. So I'm going to go on a little, I'm going to talk for a, a little bit about how it all works and everything. It's cut me off if you, if you get confused about something I say, because it's a, it's okay. a I, I might ramble. Okay. So. Uh, it, uh, as you may have learned in the last couple of days, an LLC doesn't really exist for tax purposes. So um, the way you have it set up, your sister would have to be filing U.S. tax returns and reporting the 
income and the expenses of the properties, right? So yes, since your sister is a non-resident, uh, in the first year of filing, there's a special election that needs to be made to treat the rental income as an active trader business. If not, technically, the person paying rent to your sister is required to withhold taxes. It never happens. And um, practically, it never happens. But technically, it's, it's required. And this election is required on the personal tax return in order to be allowed to take expenses. Otherwise, if disallowed, um, your, your sister would have to pay 30% tax on all the rental income received. And that would be the, uh, the cost of doing the forms incorrectly or doing them late right now. So um, that's why you actually are going to have to go back and file tax returns for every year that you didn't file to um, you know, report it. There probably won't be any income because of depreciation and there probably won't be any tax to pay if you do it correctly. But that's what you have to do is go back and file. Let me understand. I'm sorry. Yeah. If taxes are not done correctly, you said, if they're not done correctly. Now, with this case, nothing has been done. Yeah. But with the intention of doing it. But if it's not done correctly, what happens with the 33%? Okay. So let me see if I can bring this up just on the fly real quick. Um, Okay, so I'm going to share my screen real quick and I have the IRS website up and I have a I have I have it right here. So let me share my screen and I'll go over the rules on the IRS website. Share screen. Okay. And by the way, this is the first time I'm using this uh what was it? Zoom? Zoom? Zoom, Zoom? Zoom has been become super popular since um, this whole coronavirus I see. thing. It's been, I've already, I, see, I, just, I use it because it's really I simple just, and it integrates and I can record stuff. Okay. So I like it. I'm but, just yeah. alerting you because I don't know what I need to do on my end to, you know, see what you are trying to share and everything else. So can, you got to Can you see my screen? Guide me. Can you see my, no. Can you see my screen? No. I don't see okay, so it just I see the first page that says done speaking or your video is a stopped. Oh, it says your video is stopped. Click on uh, my picture. Click on where it says James Baker. Uh, oh, now I see he was the next page. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now you see it says non-resident aliens, real property located in the U.S., right? Yes. Okay, so I mean, I'm sharing my video too, so you can see me. Also, I'm real, but this is what really oh, applies. Hello. <laughs> okay. This is this is what really applies. So, the general rule and general income from property in the U.S. that is owned by a non-resident alien is taxed at thirty percent, and that's it. So, this is something I do for my clients exactly in your situation. Is um, if you have an income from real property located in the United States, you own. You can choose under this code, section 871, to treat the income as income effectively connected. And the reason you do that is to be allowed to use depreciation expense and other like maintenance expenses, repairs, and, and do all of that. So um, you can only make this for real property that's not otherwise connected with a, a trade or business like rental property. And right. it's important to do on the first year and then do it every year. So 
um, making the choice. This is how you do it. You need to put all this information in there. And this choice stays in effect for all later tax years unless you revoke it. So um, you, you generally don't want to revoke it. So when we file the non-resident tax return, we report the rental properties, we make the selection, we get all the calculations, and uh, we file for all the years that were missed. There probably won't be any taxes to pay, and there's really no penalties for late filing as long as there's no taxes owed. So we can fix, right. we can really fix the problem. And because it's not a disregarded entity, because it's not, um, oh no, because it's not a, um, well, I guess it is. It is a foreign. It is a, yeah, yeah, it is it disregarded. Is a disregarded. Generally, that's really interesting. So generally for in these situations, I wouldn't, I haven't filed forms 5472. Oh man, that's, that's really interesting. Stop sharing. So now you're back to me. So, um, the form 5472 when I, uh, for, Um, I, uh, I think, uh, let me, let me read something real quick. Go ahead. Take your time. Interesting. So am I, I'm thinking about it now and it looks like, well, I gotta, I gotta do more research to see if there's a way out of it. Cause generally we just file a tax return for your sister instead of for the 5472, but now that I'm reading the instructions again, and this, I don't have that many clients that own properties like this in LLCs. They usually use corporations, but. Um... Now I, I have a thought. Yeah. IRS does this because of the fact that the uh, foreign owned LLCs, they used to not, or maybe still have to file taxes. So they want to know with that form, what's going on, where that money, that money goes to and all that stuff, right? So if a, um, if an foreign owned business does file taxes, which clarifies everything on the financing, where the money comes from, how much, where it goes and everything else, it yeah, that's that's how, I, that's how I looked at it in the past, and that's how, uh, and that's how I understand it to be. But at the same time, I'm uh, I want it to be written. I want to see it written in the law somewhere that says that, right? Because I, honestly, I agree with you. If we're filing a tax return, then um, then we, uh, you know, you're telling the IRS your income, your expenses, even more than you would on a form fifty four seventy two. That said, um, since buying the property, has your sister taken money? out of the LLC personally or put more money into it or is it, is it kind of self-sustainable? Right. Well, I'm asking you if she has to. She, yeah. up until 2016, she had to take money to pay the personal loan that she has gotten, not from a bank institution, but the money that she had borrowed in her country, she had to, pay that off. So in 2017, 18 or 19, she didn't have to take any money from the LLC to pay off the loan? Uh, 
Well, she does, but the first few years, everything that came in went towards that loan because it had to, it was a kind of loan that the first few years had to pay lots of that debt. And then after four years, it, it, the payment gets less. What, what? So the majority of that debt had to be paid in the first few years. So what? she had- Okay, I'm listening, sorry. So she had, uh, let's say she had to, this is an example, pay $3,000 a month in the first uh, few years. After that, it went down to like $1,500. So while she was paying off that $1,500, she was also making $1,500 for herself, about. So I'm, I'm trying so to say, a, I'm trying to say like, if she didn't um, distribute money to herself for her personal use, then there might not be a reason to file the form. If the only money taken from the company was to pay off the, the mortgage, then that wouldn't necessarily be a transaction between the owner of the LLC, your sister and the LLC. So I'm trying to see if there's a way that there's no actual well, distributions. There is, there was no money, there was no money written or transferred anything to her own personal name. Everything came through me. Everything, I was the recipient. Okay, so she never and received anything in her personal name like that? Not herself, no, none, zero. Okay, so, so I, think that's, I think that's the way to do it is file the personal tax returns and then take the position that everything, that all of the, uh, the any money that came out was a payment to you. And then if you want to right. give her money, that's fine. But that's, I think that's the way we can get out of filing the, the form 5472 late. Okay. Because, because uh, nothing, nothing actually was sent to her or paid to her or anything. No, no, zero. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, yeah. and, and I don't mind uh, accepting what, you know, the money that was really for her self that came through me i don't mind filing those taxes as my own income because then you know she'll reimburse me and everything else now uh but i read that if 25 percent well that's the percentage so she now uh tell me if we file taxes as an s corp how would that work in your opinion you can't you can't file as an s corp um, it has to be a U.S. A U.S. person has to be an owner of the LLC for you to make an S corp, and it's too old. You have it. You had to have made an election within 90 days. You can make an election two years after opening the company, but um, it's it's too late. It's too late, but you're also legally you can't open it because you're not U.S. people. You're not U.S. persons. You could, but it's not your company. Your sister okay. could. Your sister no. could have. Uh, what we could do if if it, you wanted to was make an election to treat it as a corporation and treat the company as a corporation. And then you'd have to file the corporate returns. There's some penalties there. And, uh, and you know, you have to file corporate returns in Maryland as well. Um, I think what would be easiest and- Well, you know yeah. what I'm coming from and- Yeah, I mean, I understand the situation pretty well. Yeah, we want, like I said, I honestly 
I mean, I'm amazed. All of a sudden, they say 2017, this came, this law came about called 5472. And if you don't do that, you get a hefty uh, penalty and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is, how are we supposed to know these things? I mean, it's not like they come bang on our door and say, hey, this is a new law or anything. And I couldn't find, believe me, I could not find a CPA who knew, everybody knows about 10, 40 easy and uh, Schedule C, 1120, that's all they know. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, uh, this is the only way for me to find people like yourself is by putting stuff on YouTube. I'm trying to be out there for you. I'm trying. You see, I have like 20 videos about the 5472 form. <laughs> yeah, well, you're doing a good job. Uh, and, and if there was no YouTube, I don't know what had to be done. But here's my question. Yeah. Uh, if the, the interest of the LLC was transferred to me six years ago. Would that make any difference? Um, I mean, you still would need to have reported the, the results. I mean, to be safe, the, the reason you want to report everything on your tax return is because if you don't and you get audited later, they're just going to tax you on the rental income you received and it's going to be hard to do the expenses. So, I mean, you would still need to put the no, results, but, but um, yeah, there would be I'm no 5472 form. Yeah, correct. There'd be no because U.S. Amer U.S. Uh, owner, right? Yeah. So I'm also trying to uh, kind of uh, look at that uh, uh, avenue too. So now um, I like you know your video. I like you putting time, everything else, and. Uh, I love to work with you if you tell me how things work. But what I like to do is because I don't want to waste your time and I'm sure you look like a decent person. You don't want to Thanks. add more problem to my <laughs> problem that I have already. So if we can do, I'm, I'm trying to get away from this hefty 5472. Of course. I think I it's on. You, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, you already called me. We'll find a way to get around it. It's either by documenting why we don't have to file or um, arranging it into a way we don't have to file in the first place. This is, of course, this is definitely what I can help you with. Yeah, and, and don't forget, uh, this is a, an LLC. It's not like it's been in the business 100 years and uh, everything else. This is the first time I saw something like that and I rushed to get around it and solve it. And uh, it's not something, you know, some people, they just uh, cheat no matter what. That's how they operate. And well, well, you're not, you're, you're not even, you're not cheating taxes. It's an informational form. There's no tax to pay. That's what's crazy about it. It's not, there's no taxes to pay. You're not like lying on your taxes. You just didn't, you're learning about an informational form late and there's civil penalties for filing this informational form late. I understand. I agree with you. I think the penalties are ridiculous. But I know for a fact that if you file a return late, they will automatically send you a letter imposing the penalties. And it's extra, it's worse for you because you have properties and you have assets in the name of this LLC. So the IRS could possibly potentially um, put liens on them and, and like actually make it really, uh, give you a really hard time. Most of my clients don't have any kind of assets or any money in the bank here at, with their LLCs. So if they ever have this issue, they'll close the company. But you actually have assets in the name. So you really, it's really important for you to do this right. Yeah. 
Uh, plus, I was out of country the entire time since 2013. Yeah. And uh, I know it doesn't, but I'm, I'm trying to think it pushed on to shop from a, a IRS point of view. Uh, you know, I'm trying to do everything I can. And I was not aware of such a law. And this law was not a law when, when we formed the LLC and left the country. Tax laws change you know. every year. Just last year, there's a huge comprehensive tax reform. It happens all the time. And, um, yeah. you know, I don't want to, I mean, I've, I've done penalty abatements for these forms for clients who have gotten it. And just saying you didn't know isn't an acceptable excuse for the IRS. So Absolutely. They, <laughs> I realize that. <laughs> so just letting you know yeah. that too. But, um, you know, we can definitely come to uh, a solution and um, come, to, come, come to take a position to where you don't, uh, you, you can not have to file this form and you can be safe about it and not worry about it going forward. And there's a couple of different options that's, that we have really. That's what I'm looking for. So tell me what you think we should do. I think you want to do a little bit research. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I'll first. give you offhand, I'll give you offhand the three options that I can think you, you might have. Uh, and it's not, I'm not gonna, I'm, this isn't, this is just, um, because we're technically, yeah, you didn't, you didn't like pay me or anything. This is just kind of like conceptually things like, this isn't legal advice. There we go. I'm going to disclaimer myself real quick. But I would think there'd be three things that you can do is uh, either um, re review the, the company and see if it was actually in your name instead of your sister's name, and then amend your tax returns if you want. That's kind of option one is kind of make, make sure you're the owner of the LLC the whole time and figure out how we can do that. Uh, option two would be to file old tax returns for your sister and take the position that she actually didn't receive any payments or any distributions from the LLC since all the money went to you anyways. And technically she didn't have any money transferred to her. So that's another solid way to right. do it. And um, option three is, uh, I guess, just bury your head in the sand and don't do anything. I mean, that's not a good option, but it's an option that you have, I guess. So it's really the it's really one or two <laughs> that I yeah. can think of offhand on this call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, the first question uh, that you said uh, to make sure uh, look for the documents and see it's mine or it's not mine. Um, these beef on two thousand twelve and thirteen. Uh, I know two of them were under my name, and I transferred it to her. But the LLC, the LLC, or the property. The property. And was the property transferred to her name, or was it transferred to an LLC? Uh, one was to her name, and two of them to her LLC. Okay, so it looks like option two is kind of going to be the easier option, and we can we can also. It's not fifty. Um, the twenty nineteen form isn't late, so if you wanted to. Um, have some for 2019 we, we could file but I think if everything's going to your account and nothing's actually being transferred to her and um, then I think we can we would we could get well, out it of goes it. it goes to my account and the to the LLC account which I myself opened yeah so you so okay so with the bank you pro you probably technically own the LLC per the bank's perspective and uh, Right, She hasn't been here. I mean, I bought the things. I, it was under my name, then transfer. I formed her LLC, 
I transferred them to LLC. Everything was done by me here. She hasn't been here for 40 years, something like yeah. that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, um, I, if, let's, let's take this to email and if you can send me some documentation so I can look at like the name of the LLC. Have you been renewing it every year? Have you paid the annual report every year for the LLC? Yes, every year. Okay. The property tax and the annual payment, the 300 for each LLC has been paid. Okay. Year. Okay. So let's, let's so just take, let's take this to email and uh, finalize this since I, I this is a really great video. I think my audience is going to find this, uh, this video extremely helpful, especially because I've never, I haven't even, it's funny enough, uh, uh, I haven't even come to the point of considering filing 5472 for an LLC, a foreign owned LLC used for real estate. But it seems like that's, I have to do more research into that, but it seems like that would be the case. I just don't have many clients that do that. So lucky for me, I haven't poorly advised anyone, but um, no, thank you. Thank you for this. And I'm, I'm going to send you an email. I have your email here. I'll send you an email asking for some more information and then we can finalize this through, uh, through email. If that's fine with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, Let's okay. find out what it is, what avenues we can take so that, uh, you know, everything it won't be on a shaky ground maybe this maybe that let's see what law allows us to do and you know pretty much all the facts you send me an email with their questions requests and i will provide them the best i can and we'll take it from there and then we'll see how things are going to work as far as we uh yeah working, working together and everything help okay. me make this happen yeah okay. yeah okay Perfect. Thank you so much for your, uh, for your time. And uh, I'll, I'll send you an email Thank right now. Thank you so much. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.